and welcome to Bury the Lead. I'm one of your co-hosts, Winnipeg Free Press columnist Jen Zarati. And I'm your other co-host, Winnipeg Free Press music reporter Aaron Labar. <laughs> we have the giggles today. Oh, man. We will confess to that it right off the hop. It is a Friday struggle today. It is a Friday struggle today. Um, we have kind of a hodgepodge a show bit, yeah. you. Just, you know, a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to talk... We just had a federal election. Provincial election. provincial election. And we're headed into a federal yes. election. Elections all the time. I don't know why I felt I need to shout that. <laughs> provincial. Provincial. Um, yeah, Important. We, had, <laughs> we had a provincial election. So yes. we're going to talk about um, voter turnout, why people don't vote, maybe some speculation on that front. And maybe you guys can help us with the story that we're trying to work on. Yeah. We, uh, we're trying to do something on that. So, so we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. Uh, we're also going to try a possibly disgusting beer for good or gross <laughs> yes i'm a little nervous about this because everything on the ingredient list is things that i hate the most strong start so we'll see how this goes and we're gonna talk about uh oh begonia yeah alexa dirks is releasing her or has just released her debut full length as begonia and i did a massive profile so we're gonna talk about that How was your week, Jen? Or two weeks. We were off last week yeah. because you had the plague. I did have the plague. Yeah, so it was bad. Yeah. And it kind of started off how a cold usually starts for me, which is the tickle. Yes. Everyone knows the tickle. So that was Tuesday. By Wednesday morning, I honestly thought I wasn't going to make it through the night. <laughs> <laughs> like, it had just turned, and it turned out I had a sinus infection. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Requiring a bunch of antibiotics which I don't know if they did anything, but maybe, um, <laughs> you know, it's hard to know. I mean, you're still congested, so I'm not, I'm yeah. not sure of their efficacy there. I'm not convinced. Yes. Nice drop of efficacy. By I think way. that's one of my favorite words. It's, it's a good word. Yeah. I also enjoy it. Um, so yeah, so I've just been kind of getting over that, which has been just as you know, cause you sit next to me, a festival <laughs> of germs <laughs> blowing my nose. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, uh, not the best. I, it wasn't wasn't even like a fun sick where you could like watch TV. No, it was like a I sleep for seventeen hours. But I really appreciate that you stayed home. Yes, I did. I feel as though I've been on stage one of this illness for yes. like two weeks, and I'm hoping it's just going to plateau and go away. Because yeah. I'm thinking that's probably because your germs weren't here. Well, but everyone was sick though. I think uh, mine was a lot shorter than it would have been. Like I worked through a cold in the spring that lasted for like a month and a half because yeah. I didn't take any sick days. So, yeah. pro tip. If you can take a sick day, take it. Take the damn sick day. How was your week? Um, well, two weekends ago, I had my very first golf lesson. Ooh, fancy. and whenever I say, when I've been telling people about this, they just give me this face like, "You golf?" <laughs> and like, I I know that I don't look particularly sporty, but I'm a quite a coordinated person. Do you have to look sporty to golf? Well, I don't golf know. Sporty? Well, don't yeah, know. you use all sorts of weird muscles. Well, sure, but like I wouldn't look at you and necessarily be like, "Oh no, she could never golf." Like, I guess I don't. You know. seem like you could golf. I don't know what it is. I think people just assume that like bigger people are uncoordinated and unathletic and like can't figure sports out. I also maybe think it's because you're young, I, like a young lady. Yeah, I don't know, but whatever it is, it's it's hilarious the reaction. 
Um, because I am like, I'm, as I said, I'm, I'm sporty. I played soccer for many years. I'm, I can throw and whatever. You're very coordinated. I'm coordinated. Yeah. So I, I made the mistake of once mentioning that I maybe would be interested in possibly trying to learn golf. <laughs> and my partner was like, Oh, I'll get you some lessons for your birthday, which is very sweet. And it's something that we can do together. That's not like watching Absolutely. TV. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he got his friend who's been golfing, who's like a, I guess he's, I would say he's in his fifties. Um, he's been golfing since he was like barely old enough to stand so he's a very good golfer and he came to the course that we were using the driving range and he goes okay well let's just like talk about this first and like I'm gonna be really upfront. I'm a very bad student I get frustrated really easily and I get mad really easily and he's like okay <laughs> thanks for letting me know but honestly he was an amazing teacher his name is Steven I don't know his last name but if you need a golf teacher <laughs> Steven send me an email because he was so good and like so patient and awesome. would be like, would, would compliment me on the things I was doing right at, by at the same time, correcting the things I was doing wrong, but it didn't make me feel bad about myself. See, that is a good teacher. Yeah. Do you like golfing? Have you learned? Yeah. This I really like hitting stuff. <laughs> so, and the, and the progress, I mean, I know it takes like years and years and years and years to become a very good golfer, mm-hmm. but the immediate progress from not being able to golf to being able to hit the ball and swing properly is very satisfying. Yeah, so you've already had some return on investment. That's exactly. Good. It was only like a 45-minute lesson, and I was already, my swing was like infinitely better. I was very afraid at the beginning that I was going to hit myself with the golf ball. <laughs> and he was like, okay, well, let me just remove that fear first. It's probably not going to happen. <laughs> and then one of our coworkers here, I'm going to call him out, Jeff Slusky, who's a copy editor here, told me all these ho- golf horror stories when we were at a, a work event and then printed out because I told I said to his face that he was lying because he was just trying to scare yeah. me and he printed them out and put them on my desk what was the super scary one the guy a guy was in a treed area his ball had kind of mm-hmm. gone off the course and his friends were like oh you can just move it back it's fine you can swing from a normal spot he's like no 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 stubborn man I'm gonna hit it from the trees so he hits it hits a tree root really hard the golf club snaps in half and the bottom half flips up and like stabs him in the throat and he died. My <laughs> mouth is just agape. I know. <laughs> like, this does not really instill a lot of confidence in my golfing future. No. But he's like, just don't hit it into the trees. So <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> so I have another lesson this weekend. I will update everybody. Don't hit from the trees. Don't hit it from the trees. We're just at a driving range. There's no trees. I'm, I'm enjoying it so far. So we had a provincial election. We did. Um, you've maybe been listening to Not For Attribution, our sister podcast, which has been delving into all issues election. Um, one they haven't touched on yet because they haven't done their election postmortem yet um, is voter turnout. So it was not it great, was you guys. Low. It was... Mm, it like was almost embarrassingly low, so, I would say. Yeah, only 50% of eligible voters mm-hmm. cast a ballot yeah yeah I, I know there are reasons why people on like a moral platform sure. yeah choose to either spoil the spoil their ballot or not vote and i get that there are accessibility issues for some people but i figure that that probably accounts for maybe 15 to 20 percent maybe maybe and that's, that's, that's even generous yeah so like what where are these other 30 percent of people i know and i'm so genuinely curious as to who they are and why they're not voting yeah that was something we were talking about and why we wanted to kind of 
a talk about it on the show but b also hopefully get some input from some of you for a future story um about that because we haven't really looked at it too deeply and by we i mean the newspaper yeah like i I think there's occasional voter stories but like a true deep dive into why people don't do it and i i want to make it clear this is not like a finger wagging no it's like like a i mean i believe that everyone should vote but i understand why people don't it's more of a genuine interest yeah a genuine interest is like what's going on here like is there something that could be corrected yeah is there like a specific reason or problem or roadblock or whatever something that could be fixed yeah uh, my concern, I have two kind of concerns about voting in Canadian elections. Um, one, I think it's really hard when you don't have a the binary of you either vote this or you vote that. When you have a multi-party system, yes. which we do provincially and federally, <clears throat> it's you're, you are sharing votes. Mm-hmm. Typically on the left, right? Like, yeah. If you if we're gonna you know split it between quote left and quote right, whatever that means now, you have. PC on the right. On the right. And then... Liberal, NDP, Green. All vying for, like, the left... Independent, usually. Left of center. Oh, yes. I think that's a problem. And, like, it's... Well, yeah, of course. You know, because yeah. I think it, it ends up being really challenging. And I think that's why you end up seeing... I mean, we're journalists, so we're, you know, not... We don't disclose how we vote, personally. Right. Um, but, yeah, I do wonder about, like, if it would look different if it was the two... If it was a two I party think it system. absolutely would. And, but I don't know that that's better. And I don't know if it, and the second point I was going to make is that I don't know if it would actually be the shakeup of the status quo people might think it is. Mm-hmm. You know, like even if it was a two party system, maybe we would have ended up with a conservative majority still. Yeah. yeah. You never know. And we didn't know with the federal election. I mean, when Trudeau won in 2015 or 2016, 2015. 2015 yeah it would have been 2015 time is a flat circle um (laughs) it's uh it shocked me because i have not seen that sweep of red across the nation in a very long Mm -hmm. time right yeah so but yeah so that i think those are more issues with actual votes in terms of getting people to the polls like yeah i've always voted as soon as i was this able is the to thing. like this is my own personal yeah. bias and probably my own personal privilege that my parents always voted they yeah. took me to the voting booth with yeah. them i have voted in every single election that i'm eligible to vote for since Same. i was 18 years old municipal provincial whatever federal. you give me a ballot yep. i'll fill it out like, <laughs> i'm ready to go and actually being in in america during the 2012 presidential election mm-hmm. which was um obama romney which and not ex- being able to vote yeah that's an exciting election too. it was really exciting and and mm-hmm. i was in a political studies class at that time so i was very invested in what was happening mm-hmm. but i had literally no weight like i had yeah. no vote so it was a very strange experience for me well and i think it is kind of um and i mean you could certainly speak to this but having no vote just that concept period like being in a place where you have you don't have the choice yeah like that must have been so strange it's it's kind of it's weirdly liberating <laughs> because i do pay attention to, to politics here and i do like do my research and, mm-hmm, and learn course. about my candidates and and i was doing it there as well but then if i and i i wrote this really weird story these i went to these um older republican women and they took me to the republican headquarters um in like downtown Manhattan, right across the street from Rockefeller Center. They've been in this old building for like a hundred years. And I was interviewing them about sort of 
the women's place in the Republican Party. And then they would ask me what my political like preference was. And I'm like, it doesn't matter. I can't vote. So it's like, yeah, it's kind of nice to be able to just kind of yeah. slough that off, to be honest. I could see that. Yeah. Um, I could also see, you know, being as like for me, that's one of the reasons that I do vote is because I know it was such a hard one thing and that, you know, a lot of people around the world do not get to exercise democracy democracy um and people in this country didn't until fairly recent history yep right for sure so that for me has always made it feel important even though definitely i haven't wanted to definitely it's been inconvenient definitely the election has been boring and also but I still can't, i can't honestly say that anyone i've ever voted for has actually won their seat <laughs> like yeah i don't, I don't know, know that that's that's maybe in my riding for um provincial but not for municipal and not for federal yeah, i don't, I don't know so like, yeah it's it's a very strange so yeah i don't know yeah voting uh so yeah we want to hear from people about why they don't vote um if you stopped voting if you've never voted if you you know even if you spoil your ballot yeah or if you only vote federally and not in the other elections like we want to know about the thought process behind it yeah if there we want to know one. about that because mm-hmm. it's interesting and i think the more information we have about that we can fix it and change it mm-hmm. yeah so get in touch with us this is something i stumbled on rather accidentally and that is did you know that facebook has a memorialization setting i did not know this neither did i but it makes a lot of sense i'm gonna let you talk about this but it does make a lot of sense to me oh it makes a lot of sense to me too and i've actually always wondered because i mean everyone knows the internet is forever and you're never really well that's your that's your digital real estate right exactly like that is where you live yeah um but yeah i was checking my privacy settings and i came across this field where it was like memorialization setting and a word i've had to practice saying before recording a podcast about it <laughs> and nailed i clicked it, through nailed it. and it was like yeah you have to appoint a quote legacy contact well which is so let's say i made you my legacy contact which you very well could which i could it's like an emergency contact <laughs> right i don't know what happens like i don't know if you get like a message informing asking you i don't know i guarantee they provide you with like a limited access like a temporary password probably so that you can go and shut down the account or take the photos or do whatever yeah. you need to do and then so, shut her down so that is what the legacy contact is entrusted really with like being like oh this person died here's proof that they died and then you would be responsible for handling all like my friend requests and like anything i'm tagged in or like kind of the memorial page. it's like when you choose a kid to exercise your will exactly weird but i have questions yeah it would make more sense. You have to be strategic when you're choosing a legacy contact, I feel like. Well, you have to make sure it's somebody that that knows about all your embarrassing like photos in the depths of your face. Exactly. Yeah. It should be really someone who has a bit of it. Like, you would be a good one because statistically, I'll die before you. But we couldn't be each other's. <laughs> yeah, we could. Yeah. We couldn't be each other's legacy contact, just like we can't attend each other's funerals. That's true. It's one or the other, man. Yeah. That's very true. That's why I was like, it's a weird thing to think about. I know. That's why I was like, hmm, maybe it makes more sense to choose someone that's like much younger so that they would for sure be alive. Because I don't know what happens if your legacy contact dies. You should choose your niece, JJ. I should. It'd be like, listen. <laughs> She's only, what, four right now? She's, three? Yeah, three. Yeah. You're my legacy contact. She'd or. Like, What's legacy? <laughs> what does that mean? Um, or you can choose the second option, which is when you die, your Facebook profile just gets deleted. And oh. like it can never be retrieved, like, retrieved oh. again. Oh, so this I is cl- a fun game. I clicked on that. 
I didn't select anything. And you know how it, when it gives you choices where it's like, yes, or cancel. It, it said cancel. But then in the blue square, it said deactivate after death. <laughs> and I was like, ah! And I shut it. Because <laughs> it's like, this is too, like. Can you change your mind? Or is like, once you pick a setting, you have to. I don't know. Forever. See, these are questions that I have. Like, oh, I don't know if goodness. you have to, like, commit to that. And deactivate after death. <laughs> yeah, that's literally what it is. Cancel or deactivate after death. I love this. I was like, I felt sweaty. It got intense I've too never fast. felt more like a millennial in my I was life. Like, oh, my God. But it's, I have thought about that, though. Like, I don't know that I want this to be a memorial page forever i still what do you do with friends that have died you know facebook friends i i, keep I don't them. pay that much attention so i keep them in perpetuity because yeah. it feels weird to unfriend them but it is upsetting to get like it's so-and-so's birthday i don't you know, know that's ever happened to me that has definitely happened to me where it's been like a still oh, that's weird. existing Facebook page for someone who is oh, that's weird. with us. And it's like, it's so-and-so's birthday. It's like, man, mm. questions for the digital age. I know. But you do have to think about that because. Totally. Yeah. And like, what do you do with your cell phone when you die? Good question. Like, you have to find someone who you would trust to like wipe that baby clean. Absolutely. Instagram is a very similar process. I, I learned if people are like writing this kind of stuff into their wills now. I think it's probably smart to. Um, because yeah, this is all stuff that has like to be dealt appoint with. Appoint a digital person yeah. responsible for clearing all social media and computer, cell phone. Not that we're all like doing creepy criminal activity, no, but like, but still. like, or your online banking. Yeah, you know, like oh, man, all of that stuff. But yeah, I happened upon it very accidentally. So if you want to, and then I just was thinking, I'm like, oh my god. Is asking someone to be a legacy contact the new, like, asking someone to be a bridesmaid? Like, do I need to get, like, hand-painted macarons to do that? Like, (laughs) (laughs) it seems like a very... And then I also felt offended that this has existed and no one has asked me to be their legacy contact. Well, you can be mine. Okay. But what if if I die first? I'm older than backup. It's okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad we got this sorted. (laughs) So it's a weight off my shoulders. Good. And all your your secrets are safe. Do you secrets and selfies. That's, I, I want that on a t-shirt. <laughs> I should. I'll take a screenshot. Please do. Because yeah, it was. I literally went ah and good. hit cancel. <laughs> um, you have spent a great deal of time <laughs> yes. interviewing everyone in Alexa Dirks's life. Yeah. So um, for those who don't know, Alexa Dirks performs under the name Begonia. Um, she's formerly of the band Chicamin. Mm-hmm. I can't say it properly like they do in French. Chicamin. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so she's releasing or just released her debut full length record. And because she has one of the most like astounding voices Absolutely. I've probably ever heard in my head, I was like, you know what? We should go big on this because we're probably not going to be able to get this kind of access to her in a couple years. Yeah. So I interviewed everybody. I interviewed, I sat down with her. (laughs) I interviewed her partner of five years. I interviewed her parents, her sister, her musical collaborators, Serena Ryder, who's like her friend and (laughs) collaborator, like people that used to play in bands with her 10 years ago, five years ago, like every possible person, (laughs) drag queens, all of them, everybody, everybody um, to do this massive profile about her and this record. Um, I was lucky enough to get a preview copy of the album, like actually probably a couple months ago. So I've really sat with it for a while already. And it is so good. It's I, so good. It's called Fear. I have not listened to it yet. I've loved 
what I have heard. Yeah, she released quite a few singles already. Yeah. yeah. Um, But yeah, I think you're right. Like, this is definitely one of those cases where sometimes you just know. I mean, we're both professional music people, so that's a little bit different. But I think you do just know when someone is going to be massive. You hear it Mm -hmm. and you have that feeling of, oh, my God. Everybody needs to know this. And it's just it's not just the music. It's like she's just the kindest person not to be like I'm going to praise on Alexa Dirks for the next five minutes. But she's very kind. And even this whole process, she was super open to connecting me with all these different people in her life. All of them have said what an amazing creative mind she Mm -hmm. is and that she has always just had an incredible knack for songwriting and song composition and um just her collaborative spirit has been a huge asset for her so i'm very excited for her yeah i think uh, i i think it's very um indicative of the kind of music scene we have here mm-hmm. in general yes um that there is such a collaborative spirit and not even yeah. just music but in many arts disciplines for sure um but yeah it's definitely a huge testament to her to how fellow musicians have been talking about her yeah, Joey, yeah. I spoke to Joey Landreth of Bros Landreth and they have an album coming out in a couple of weeks. But he said and I couldn't use, I didn't have room to throw this quote in or like it didn't make sense in the context of the story, but he basically said that she has been such an inspiration for him in his own career and he's like a much revered songwriter, guitarist, mm-hmm. singer and that he she's like his first call when he's struggling with a song to get some help and get some advice so cool it's just very cute and everyone was just so nice and and as you said very indicative to the scene here because she had um synonym art consultation Mm -hmm. who do amazing work in the city with the wall-to-wall mural festival and a bunch of other kind of visual art things they directed or they were they hosted her um album release party listening party they helped with direction on her trailer and she made this amazing like 12 or 7 minute music video album trailer of like a super cut of all the songs mixed together so cool with like drag queens roller skating all around and like she just her vibe is very inclusive she had like a four woman woman of color dance group to perform at her listening party drag queens were there doing lip syncs to her songs they've just like embraced her into that community it's just been so amazing to watch this whole thing unfold still feel like good or gross needs a theme song good or gross that's a good one yeah uh okay <laughs> so okay backstory uh i was scrolling through social media mm-hmm. and one of our coworkers uh, posted a picture of herself holding this beer <laughs> on a dock it's it's the fort gary brewing pickle pale ale she said she dumped it out. She took one <laughs> sip and dumped it into the lake. And then a, a whole conversation started happening in the comments on Instagram. We had Ben McPhee Sigurdsson, our wine guy, get in there and said he was not keen on it either. Mm-hmm. And he didn't review it in the paper because it wouldn't have been a super positive review. Mm-hmm. Jill Wilson, our other coworker, said she didn't mind it. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> so we, we're like, you know what? Good or gross. It seems like a perfect opportunity. So the scale we're working with is... Didn't mind it to, to dump it in, in a lake. Okay. Yes. <laughs> dumped it in a lake, said she felt bad for the fish. Oh, wow. That's spicy. Yeah. So it's called a pickle pale ale. I'm just going to read the back of this can. A refreshing amber-hued UK-style pale ale spiked with pickle brine. Peppercorn and a sour tartness are balanced out by a clean hop finish. 
Okay. I hate pickles. I love pickles. Dill pickle chips are my favorite. This can has a pickle with a face on it, like the old Dutch. He's bag. doing a thumbs up. Um, so but I don't like are... beer. Oh, okay. So um, it's not the pickle flavor that is. I'm going to smell it. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm nervous because like, I hate pickles so much. So maybe take my review with a very large grain of salt. I love pickles. So I'm very, I'm feeling I'm going to I'm the reputable one here. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. It smells so bad. It smells like sauerkraut. Oh my god! Oh, oh no! It's like, it's like farts in a can. It's so smelly. It's like oh no! You spilled the juice from a pickle jar somewhere at some time, and are now having trouble detecting the smell. Like they like have already like a hurl ball like forming. In my- it's like a beer that's gone bad. Oh, no. Okay, now we have to drink I'm this. crying. Should I go first? No, because you have diseases, so just pour it a little <laughs> okay. bit in my cup. Oh, no. It is the color of very dehydrated oh, at least it's like it's like pretty frothy. Like, it's got some good carbonation happening. Okay, well, that's good. Should we do this together? Oh, I'm really scared. Yeah. You go first. Uh, hmm. What are we thinking? So... <clears throat> It's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Like okay. it's not as it's not as pungent as it smells. I but don't it, even know if I can do it. It, it is like a heat. <laughs> it is a strain. It's like beer that has like a weird note of something. I'm going to take another sip because I feel like I couldn't really tell. Like my heart is pounding right now. I don't. I don't want to do it. Yeah, okay, I'm gonna, I'm I gonna, don't know about that. Oh, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Mm-mm. I don't know how you would drink a whole can of that. Oh, no. That is real pickly. <laughs> if you love pickle juice, like if you take picklebacks. Yeah. If you take those shots of pickle juice, you would probably enjoy this. I don't, I like, I almost wish it didn't have beer in it. <laughs> but you're right. The taste is not as bad as the smell. No. That smell is awful. And the aftertaste just tastes like you've had a dill pickle. Yeah, but I don't know about it as a beer. It does not taste as bad as it smells. So just don't smell it first. But and a whole can of that is... I mean, I've had literally less than a sip and I'm good. Yeah, me too. So, so I think that's a gross for that's me. That's a gross for us, I think. Sorry, local brewery. You've tried. <laughs> I'm sure somebody, <laughs> someone out there somewhere will enjoy this, but it's just not for me. No, nope, not for me either. That concludes Good or, Good or gross. gross for this week. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> um, you can find Aaron's Begonia feature as well as everything else we've written at winnipegfreepress.com. You can also follow us on social media. I'm at Jen's Ready on Twitter and Instagram. And I'm at Naya Rebel on Twitter and Instagram. Jen is away next week, so I may have to enlist. No, we have a pod for next oh, week. Oh, we do. We do. We have a special one. I forgot we're recording yeah. it early. Thanks yeah. for reminding me. We have a special guest next week. Yes, we um, do. Kelly Thornton from uh, Royal Manitoba Theatre Center is going to be our guest hostess with the mostest. She is new to our MTC. So this is her first season in the AD role. And she's also going to talk about the show that's kicking off their season and going to find maybe a good or gross or a pop culture blind spot for her. We'll see. I don't know if my tummy is churning. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll, we'll see how things go next week. <laughs> yes. We'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>